Liberty lockdown, please scan your barcode Your liberty ain't gone, but yeah, it's on hold Where did it come from and where did it go? It requires a fight, not tweeting from your phone Don't need a king, get him off the fucking throne If you ride with the thought, you've always got a home The virus you're scared of will come and it'll go The government knows this, don't get treated like a hoe Let's get into the show Welcome to Liberty Lockdown. It is August 26, 2020, the year that literally will not end ever. If we're lucky enough to get out of it, it'll be a miracle. Uh, Wisconsin is the latest epicenter of the social strife. Uh, I think it is rightful and righteous to be upset, but what's transpiring is very unlikely to end up in a positive direction. And I, I wish I could say that I bought the media narrative that this is a racial relations issue. I continue to believe that this is a Marxist agenda, a communist takeover, both through our media, our intelligentsia, our colleges. And last night there was the first shooting that I've seen from, he looked like a book boy, but he wasn't. He's a thin blue liner. So probably your classical conservative kid, 17-year-old, uh, I'm not going to give his name, you'll figure it out, but he uh, he shot, I think, three or four people, killed two, and I've watched enough videos to have an opinion on it, so I'm going to give it to you. He was defending what looked like a uh, used car lot, and he had actually been interviewed prior, which is really convenient for us, because we get to see kind of his, his outlook, his perspective, his mindset, and... Based off everything he said, you know, I, I can't really find a lot of fault in his outlook. He said, you know, the cops aren't out here. We're going to defend private property, and that's what I'm out here to do. And he was approached by some violent looting, rioting types, probably thinking that he's some violent white supremacist because they've been told that those people are abundant, which they aren't. And he retreated rapidly towards the used car lot and one of the guys or girl I don't even know who it was uh, the camera angle that I had was pretty distant but they throw a Molotov cocktail at him and it lands you know a few feet away from his feet he turns the person is sprinting past him and it looks like he fires two shots and from what I've read one of them was a headshot and while the person was retreated after retreating after set, uh, throwing that Molotov cocktail. I I don't I don't have a lot of mercy for someone who would throw a Molotov cocktail at another human being. Uh, I just don't know how you can see that. I mean, at the very least, some form of self defense, or maybe you know some lower level homicide count. They charged the kid with first degree murder, first degree murder. So after he shoots that person dead, he is then hunted by a series of looter, rioter, protester, violent people. I don't know whatever classification you want to give them. They are sprinting after him. He is uh, someone swings a skateboard at his head. He kind of he looks like he either trips or he ducks or he falls down. Whatever he ends up on the ground, and then as someone is coming into hit him with the skateboard and another person's coming in with a looks like they're holding a Glock. Uh, he fires on the person with the skateboard. 
hitting them, I think in the stomach, I think they also died. And then he hits someone in the arm. The guy holding the Glock is hitting the arm. And he immediately starts screaming for a medic like a bitch. I don't know what you're out there sprinting after a dude. You have a Glock. If you actually think he's, you know, a terrorist or something, I don't know why you're not just firing on him. But if you're going to sprint after a guy that's holding an AR, uh, don't. Don't do that. What the hell is, what's wrong with you people? I I can't fathom it. Uh, You think you're going to apprehend him and, you know, Take him to the cops. And then get this. As the kid gets up after shooting a whole bunch of people that are attacking him, two of which have been injured fatally from all reports, he walks directly towards the cops that are at the end of the street. Why they're at the end of the street and not breaking this up in the first place, I don't know. But he uh, he raises his hands, throws his gun on his sling to his back, and uh, and approaches them, you know, peacefully. Oh, I forgot to mention... After he shot the first person at the used car lot, he immediately pulls out his phone and calls 911 to get medical attention to the person that he injured. So, on all counts, to me, it seems like the police have failed and this kid is defending his community. You know, whether or not you you agree with that act, I don't think it's evil. I don't think it's immoral. You know, you don't have to be out there protecting your neighbors and, and their property but I can't knock a kid for doing it. I simply cannot and I will not. And then he's retreating in every single setting that he ends up engaging and firing and, and injuring or killing others. Every single time he is being attacked. And I just don't know how any rational person can watch these if they actually do, which they won't. They'll take the media narrative. But if you watch these videos, which I highly recommend you do, I think you'll come to the same conclusion. You know, whether or not you support his actions, you cannot find him guilty of first-degree murder. That is absolutely madness. The cops have failed you. We are living in a failed state. In many areas of this country, it is a failed state. At some point, you have no choice but to defend yourself and your family and your property because the government has abdicated that role. So what is the kid to do? Is he to watch his city burn? Is he to wait... For the protesters to get closer and closer to his doorstep? Honestly, is that your option? Is that his alternative? Because it doesn't seem like an appealing one to me. It doesn't seem like an American one to me. Or to just sit back and allow the country to burn down. Because people are rightfully upset. Let me reiterate that. They are rightfully upset that another black man was shot and killed by police, particularly being shot in his back seven times. I completely understand the grievance there. I think most libertarian-minded people do. We get it. We support police reform. We support ending qualified immunity. We support ending police unions. We support privatization of the police. We have many, many options that would be helpful. We support ending the drug wars. Need I go on? We have actual solutions to these issues. I support those cops being investigated and prosecuted as well. But I cannot support burning your own city down just because you're upset. I get it. I'm upset too. I'm mad as hell. That doesn't justify wanton violence. It doesn't justify killing my neighbors. It doesn't justify killing innocent people who are protecting private businesses and private property or attacking them. You can't do it. There's going to be a lot of bluster from left libertarians saying that the right libertarians such as myself are 
overlooking the racism aspects of this and we're, we're focusing on the, the defense of the white kid. I'm only focusing on the defense of the white kid because you know he will find no common ground with anyone in the media. He is already being painted as a white supremacist. Whether or not he had racist tendencies, I don't know. And honestly, I don't care. He went out there to defend a private business. He didn't do anything racist in the shootings, the acts. Any, anything he did had nothing to do with racism as far as I can tell. So if you want to make that claim, go ahead and make it. But please provide some evidence because I've seen none so far. If, if we're going to allow the precedent to be set that a kid like this that goes out there, 17 years old, by the way, can you imagine? 17 year old kid going out there to defend his neighbor's property not even his own shit just out there to do basically good samaritan stuff with a bunch of other kids doing the same thing you end up arrested and charged with first degree murder as you're retreating as rapidly as possible i mean this kid is sprinting away by the time he's done shooting the people the second time he he's walking towards the cops with his arms raised and he looks completely gassed like had he not gotten to the cops then he would have been torn to pieces by these people, not to mention the kid holding the Glock. I wouldn't be surprised at all. Had he not fired, he would be dead right now. Fuck around, they found out. I'm not saying it's a good thing. I'm not at all. It's not a good thing. I don't want to see anybody die. But there are times in life where you have to defend yourself. I don't see anything immoral about defending property, even if it's not yours. Defending your community is a good thing. That's being a good person. Fuck a citizen. I'm not talking about that shit. I'm talking about being there for your people, for your community. And he was doing that. And he may spend the rest of his life in jail. A kid. Just makes me so sad, man. Many of you probably don't know that I'm a big sports fan since I don't talk about it on the show at all. But uh, for once, actually not for once, this has been happening all year. My love of sports are being interfered with by social strife. And today, the NBA players... Uh, I guess, protested and sat out their Game 5s of the NBA playoffs. So I think there was three games on the docket, all of which will be postponed. This is the playoffs, so that means the games that are to proceed or to follow that are also going to be pushed back and suspended. And uh, allegedly, it's, it's looking probable. I shouldn't say probable. It's too early to say. If this was just announced an hour uh, an hour ago, but they're saying it's highly likely that the season itself is in jeopardy. Uh, and after all they've gone through creating the bubble, I can't even imagine the economic uh, outlay that they've given to try and get this season completed and crown a champion. The season may be canceled entirely. And this is, you know, two weeks into the playoffs. So heartbreaking stuff as an NBA fan. But I just wanted to talk about the efficacy of it, really, because I think that, that that's something that's being overlooked in all this is that these NBA players, while I completely understand the grievance, as I've said, I get it. I really, really do. The idea that, the by the way, the first game that was canceled was the uh, Bucks versus the Magic, the Bucks being placed in Milwaukee, which is, you know, where or very near the, uh, the Wisconsin uh, police shooting and then this kid shooting last night. Um, they, they were kind of the leaders on this. They, they were the first game and they decided to sit it out and have that game get suspended. Uh, so it, I just want to think about or talk to you and kind of think out the ramifications of this because what your city's on fire, right? The, the one thing 
that you might be able to get to galvanize the people there and to de-escalate the tensions, given that you have additional people being killed. You have, you know, millions and millions of dollars of property damage occurring, plus violence, plus everything else uh, last night. And for the past three nights, I think it's been a four. And it's going to continue, of course. But you have an opportunity to play a game. Granted, it's not the most heroic thing to do. I'm not saying it is, but have a game that can distract people for the evening at least give the whoever whoever's trying to de-escalate the situation give them a, a, an opportunity to do so and i really think it's a huge mistake to sit out when you think about it like that because if you care about the community there's a really good chance that them not playing this game tonight causes more death and destruction tonight and while I completely agree with wanting to, you know, demilitarize the police and stop them from killing unarmed black men, I don't see how it gets you closer to doing that by allowing people to die tonight. I don't understand the logic there. So if you disagree, please tweet at me at Liberty Lockpod. Tell me, tell me why I'm wrong, because I'm open to being wrong on this one. I, and I might be. Honestly, I might. This is one of the one of the rare times where I, I'm not super confident in my stance but just just hearing it up top it made me uncomfortable and now all the games are are canceled for tonight and now many baseball teams have come out and over the past few minutes and canceled their games today as well and i just don't get the argument that playing these games is i mean i guess it's taking attention away from from the killings temporarily but then you know two and a half hours after the game you get to have all these black multimillionaires sit there and tell you how they feel about society and everyone's tuned in because they're all concerned with the outcome of the game. And, you know, I've got to hear from a lot of these players that I probably wouldn't have heard from or wouldn't have cared to because I wouldn't have been paying attention had I not been watching post games. And I think there's a lot of people out there that are like me that that probably wouldn't have heard what, uh, you know, George Hill had to say. And I don't know, you know, it just... Seems to me like a small price to pay to to get your voice out there to maybe de-escalate some of the violence, but but refocus the energy in the positive direction of reform. That that to me seems like the actual goal, or is it not anymore? That's my real question. Is it not? Is the goal not to de-escalate? But are these people so hurt by the actions of the police? And this is an understandable outlook if it's the case. Are they so hurt by the actions of the police that they want blood, that they want revenge, that they want the city to burn? I think it's worth it's worth considering that maybe some of these athletes want that because they are upset, viciously, angrily upset. And I wouldn't blame them if that's the case. So, you know. I just wish people would be more honest about their outlook. If, if that's the case and you're just saying, hey, not only do I want reform, but I'm okay with some people getting payback. Okay, you know, be honest about it. I, it's not an, uh, I mean, it's a, very, it's a very base instinct to want vengeance when you see what you feel is your brother being taken out by the powers that be. I get it. I just wish that if they're going to direct violence, they were directed at the actual perpetrators of it. Why why are, why is no one coming out and defending private businesses? No one. The Libertarian Party, for God 
sake, get on your goddamn horse and tell the world that burning private businesses to the ground because cops kill someone is not at all acceptable. What are you doing? You send out platitudes about race relations, but you don't say shit about businesses that are getting burnt to the ground. Are you the party of free market capitalism or aren't you? Because certainly the Republicans and Democrats aren't. That's one thing that definitely sets you apart and you're just not doing it. You're not getting the job done. It drives me crazy. You send out all this bullshit about race and you can't just get out there and say, hey guys, we're with you. We have actual solutions, but none of it amounts to burning down businesses. It doesn't amount to attacking people that are protecting businesses. We stand with the defenders of private property. We do not stand with the propagators of arson. Is that too controversial? Are you that cowardly that you can't get out there and say that? Please tell me that's not the case. Please tell me that Joe and Spike haven't put into their algorithm and come up with, hey, standing behind BLM and people burning cities to the ground is is the more politically palatable route to take. So we're going to disregard and discard all of our principles to try and get a handful more votes by some Marxists. Please, God, tell me that's not your calculation. Because if it is, I am done with the LP. Done. And I'm not alone. So please, please clarify your stance because you have absolutely no problem clarifying your absolutely ridiculous, absurd anti-racism tweets. You have no problem clarifying that. Please clarify your stance on the on the riots, the looting, the arson, the violent attacks of, of people defending their businesses. Say something about the Minneapolis guy who was defending his pawn shop and killed a looter and got arrested and investigated. I don't know if he got charged with murder, but he was arrested on murder charges. And now this kid last night. Say something about it. There's... I'm... I'm not some genius reporter, but I was able to find enough evidence this morning to come to a pretty solid conclusion that that kid was not some malicious asshole out there looking to kill people. He was out there to defend a private business and retreated rapidly to avoid conflict. If you can't stand behind him, we have no hope of galvanizing the Libertarian Party. None. Let me reiterate. I interact with thousands of libertarians every week through my Twitter account. And there's this hypothesis from the LP and left libertarians that there's this deep-seated vein of racism or uh, disinterest in justice for the violent deaths of black people at the hands of police. Couldn't be further from the truth. I have literally never interacted with a single libertarian that feels that way. And I find it insulting, and that is why, you know, the Tom Woods, the Dave Smiths, the Clints of the world say to you repeatedly, we will not sign your oath. We will not disavow racism because we have never been it. Okay? Never. I stand with people of all colors, all religions, because I don't care about identity politics whatsoever. If you're a good person and you believe in liberty, I'm with you, period. That's all I care about. That's all I've ever cared about. The LP is being divided because of the Marxist slash communist takeover of all of our systems right now. 
and it's so clear to me, and I don't know how they don't get it, but they have drank the Kool-Aid. They believe that there is a real racial problem in this country. It could not be further from the truth. But if you continue down this path, you will divide this country on ideological grounds that we will not be able to repair without thousands and thousands of deaths. I see it clear as day. That's the path we're on. None of the libertarian people I know want that. They don't want it. But they are not going to be victim to it. They will defend themselves. Many of you are former military. Those that aren't all own guns for the most part. We are one of the most armed ideological groups because we do not trust the government. It has nothing to do with race relations. It has to do with not trusting the government. Which, by the way, should be a plank that you should run on with black people. <laughs> if you can't sell them on the concept, concept of, hey, you know how the cops constantly endanger your life? Do you want them in charge of the economy? Do you want them in charge of health care? Of your financial well-being in any regard, given that you can't trust them with your own life? Why can't you make that pitch? Do it. See what they respond with. I interact with a lot of black people throughout my life, and very few of them are pro-government if you actually talk to them. And you're not making that argument. You're saying, hashtag Black Lives Matter, not enough to be anti-racist. Instead of saying, hey, we are with you. We don't like the government either. We don't trust police either. We would like to see major, deep reformation of this entire structure of our society. We're with you. But you don't say that. You use platitudes in their language that represents economic destruction of a scale I can't even fathom. Green New Deal and all this bullshit that's tied into the BLM organization as a whole. And you know it. And to say otherwise is completely disingenuous. You know that the Black Lives Matter organization itself and many of the protesters believe in Marxism. They believe in socialism at a minimum. These are the AOC supporters of the world. They're the Twitter lefties come to life out in the wild. They go around to businesses because they're anti-business. One of the, uh, you know, book boy looking dudes that was defending a gas station last night as well was approached by a black girl saying, hey, if you defend business, you ain't with us. Why did she say that? It's because they aren't with business. They are opposed to it and you know it. Not all. I'm not painting with a broad brush, but many are. So if you're going to delineate the libertarian platform from this insanity and try and actually sway some of these people to your point of view, do it with what we believe in. Don't do it with their language. These people are not going to vote for you if you say Black Lives Matter. They're going to vote for Joe Biden and Kamala Harris because that is the party that is, for some reason, ideologically tied to BLM. They are, and you know it. So stop. Stop with the pandering Tell them what we believe in. Convince them with our ideas, not with bullshit. This isn't complicated. I beg of you. And then on a lighter, fun note to end the show, uh, we have our classic hypocrisy of the left. 
that is blasting Melania Trump. Uh, Bette Midler tweeted last night that uh, haha, she still can't speak English, which, my God, the unbelievable xenophobia on display from these old white women that uh, all day tell you how evil and racist Trump is. But then when it comes down to it, they hate immigrants. They absolutely hate immigrants. They do. These are the people that have, you know, day laborers and illegal immigrants working in their mansions all over the country. And that's what they're about. They don't, it's just virtue signaling to them. It's just a power play. It's just about hating Trump because that's what all their friends do. It has nothing to do with principle. And then this other uh, lefty reporter said, a reminder, when Melania Trump first came to the United States, she violated the terms of her tourist visa by working. God forbid an immigrant came over here on a tourist visa and got a job. Fucking get her out of here. We don't want immigrants that work. Are you serious? Is 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 that a is that throwing shade at Melania cuz she came over here on a tourist visa and then got a job? Is that what you want? Just nothing but people on welfare when they immigrate to this country? I don't understand the critique whatsoever. From a blue check reporter, no less. You make me sick. Julia, I don't know if it's Lafay or Iofe or I don't know if it's a capital I or an L, I don't know. But whatever. You get the idea. And then uh, also, during Trump's, uh, I guess, RNC performance, because that's all it is. It's obviously a performance. But he had a naturalization ceremony where he brought in five or six immigrants and, and you know, made them naturalized citizens. And it's so funny to me that the left continues to claim just overt racism and xenophobia from Trump. And yet he would, he would have the gall, if that were the case, if our country was filled with white supremacists that only support Trump because he's anti-immigration, why in God's name would he use the biggest platform to talk to his audience so far this year to shove down their throats legalized immigration? No. It's because your entire narrative about these people is wrong. You have been lied to. These people are not racist. They do believe in law and order, and they do want legal immigration. That's what they believe in. I'm not one of those people, so I'm not making the argument. I'm just telling you that's their outlook. That's their perspective. They believe that you should come to this country and fight and work your way through life just like we do. That's what the vast majority of these evil, xenophobic, racist Republicans say and think and feel. I know many of them. I don't agree with them on this topic because I'm much more liberal when it comes to immigration, but that's their argument. And the true xenophobia, the true racism, overt and otherwise, that I see is almost exclusively from the left. They have carte blanche to say, do racist shit all the time. No one cares because they virtue signal adequately and the media has been told has told them and told you that if you vote for, you know, Biden and Kamala, you're not a racist. If you vote for Trump, you are. Well, I have news for you. It has nothing to do with your character, who you voted for in the last election or this upcoming one. It has everything to do with how you treat your neighbors, how you treat your community, your family, your friends. 
That used to be the reasonable way to judge people. Who are they as a person? Not as a caricature of their political party. Get a life, Bette Midler, you scumbag. All right, guys. It's been a blast. I'll check you next week. As always, leave a five-star review on iTunes. And if you leave your uh, Twitter handle or whatever social media handle in the write-up for the review, I will shout you out on the very next show. I think I got a few, uh, but I haven't checked it. So I will get you on the next one. Thanks, guys. We out.